0: you're listening to Leadership Loading, a podcast that inspires leaders to be continuous learners and provides insight for those making the leap from the front line to the boardroom. My name is Jason McLaren, and I'm an Air Force firefighter veteran and safety expert turned entrepreneur and nonprofit director. I'm sitting down with industry leaders to talk about their leadership traits and lessons they have learned that can make an impact on future leaders. Hey, everybody, it's Jason McLaren with the Leadership Loading Podcast. Uh, today, our guest is Miha, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about his uh, coaching firm and what he does. You know, I like his phrase on his website. It says, your time is precious. Don't waste it on months of trial and error. So we're going to talk about making your journey easier Journey easier uh, in your business. So Miha, can you please introduce yourself for us?
1: Well, yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh jason it's a pleasure to be here uh to be your guest on on your show and uh yeah um i'm the fail coach known as the fail coach uh but i i that's really what i am to be honest and uh fail coach is trying to help people to have healthy relationship with failure because as entrepreneurs we really have to fail a lot to achieve some successes although those successes highly outweigh all the failures at the end uh, but there's just no other way I, i i don't know a single entrepreneurial journey in this world that wouldn't have a lot of mishaps failures roadblocks along the journey so that's something that's really really important and the second thing which comes from my own personal experience, um, because you know for majority of my adult life, I wasn't a coach. I was an entrepreneur myself. So I, I guess I'm coming through this whole coaching thing in a bit different uh, angle, from a bit different angle from being an entrepreneur first and foremost. And I had four very successful companies go bankrupt. Literally overnight because they were connected together through a loan for one of them that was in real estate. And I lost everything. I even went $5 million into personal debt. And it was all because the foundations weren't there. And it's really very similar to what we are seeing right now. I mean, if we look at 2018, 19, we had this magnificent and great economic uh, good wave, um, shares rising, real estate rising, uh, people not being afraid and scared and fearful, uh, spending money, buying stuff. And it was pretty hard to not be successful uh, in the past few years. Um, right. What we are seeing now at the beginning of 2020, you know, coronavirus, Italy in in shutdown, Um, Germany possibly and UK going into lockdown as well, Saudi Arabia and Russia fighting for oil prices, Uh, Turkey opening borders and possibly creating another immigration crisis in Europe, Um, elections brexit and so on and so on there's a lot that's going on and uh it it really like you know it doesn't really matter how maybe you and i see this whole coronavirus is it overblown underblown this or that the thing is that all of this is creating fear in fellow human beings meaning in fellow consumers and so you know right now maybe you were thinking of buying a new television, but then right now you might say, "Hmm, you know what? We might rather postpone this purchase. The one that we have still really works. And maybe yeah. it's better that we have a little cushion on the side. So let's not spend our money on things that aren't completely necessary. What that creates. And then plus, you know, events getting canceled, uh, airplanes, uh, not being full and so on a lot of money is lost um and that can lead eventually to the next recession to the next financial crisis so again right now it's super important to bring this awareness to people that laying down solid foundations relying just on a funnel and and marketing and sales process is just not enough
0: Definitely. So how, you you had a lot there. I, I definitely agree with, you know, buying things we don't need. And, and, um, you know, I had suffered with that, you know, coming out of, you know, growing up poor and then joining the military, we had a steady paycheck coming in and, you know, I was making pretty good money towards the middle of my career there. And, you know, I just bought everything I didn't need. And, you know, I agree that we had good times and bad times. So, um, kind of hinted to it can you tell us how the the fail coach was born your title there
1: oh i mean um it's really because of all my massive failures in the past like i said i started my entrepreneurial journey at 18 i dropped out of high school at 17 started my entrepreneurial journey had Uh, A few successful companies all doing seven, eight, multiple eight figures. Then the financial crisis came. Then all of that was wiped out. I went through severe depression, anxiety, uh, darkness within me, um, nuclear uh, explosion uh, happening any moment in my head and so on, all the way down to uh, getting seconds away from committing suicide. And then, thankfully, I had the aha moment. I realized, because at that time, it was very easy to blame fault for what happened to us on the financial crisis, recession, governments not you know, doing their job and so on. But I, I, for the first time, I realized it was all me. And because it was all me, I can do something about it. And then it took me three and a half, four long years of constant daily internal fight with the old Miha, the new Miha that was being born, personal development, business development. And then in 2014, I started a startup and I was able to scale that startup from zero to multiple eight figures in the first year and then to multiple nine figures in the next year. And then uh, one year later, I had the successful exit through a Fortune 100 company. And so I proved mainly to myself that I actually learned something from all those past mistakes. And then um, I went on a very long vacation Uh, During that vacation, after a few days of partying and having fun, I opened Meetup app and just started going to meetups because I had to be surrounded with fellow entrepreneurs. You know, when you go to networking events, you share a little bit of who you are, where you're coming from, and so on. Uh, People loved the story. They loved how I was able to bounce back. They started asking me, you know, how do you scale? How do you do this? How do you do that? And I honestly just fell into the whole coaching business. And then one day, uh, uh, when I was like, okay, so let's do this. I It feels really good because I help others. And, and it's a very warm, fuzzy feeling in my heart. Let's just do this. Um, And I was sitting uh, with my friend, we were having a few beers and I was like, you know, how do I name this thing? You know, like what what should be the name of my company and, and my brand? And it was actually him who said, you know, you always talk about how important it is to have healthy relationship with failure, Uh, how to fail fast, fail forward, how do you lay down foundations so that you can recognize failure faster, how you can recession-proof, fail-proof your business in in certain ways. Um, You are the fail coach. And and I don't know, maybe it was the beer, but I really loved it at that time. And uh, I never looked back. I, I still love it. Um, Even though some people think that, you know, I'm just trying to be funny with kind of like ha-ha, fail code, success coach. But when you go deeper, you do realize, like I mentioned before, that every entrepreneur, we will have so much more failure along the road than how much we will have successes. And it's very important that you know how to deal with that, how you can minimize that and so on. So failure. Just like you know, one day we will all die and we all have to pay taxes, uh, I guess failure is like that imminent part of our life, whether we want it or not. And you really can't avoid it as an entrepreneur because if you want to avoid failure, you have to stay in your comfort zone and nothing good ever happens in the comfort zone. So you can't really be an entrepreneur if you just stay in your comfort zone.
0: Right. And you you talked about uh, your struggles and, you know, all your, you know, how you had to reflect on everything. Um, I know a lot of people say that they have to deal with, you know, those negative inputs on their, you know, on their, their career or coaching or their business. You know, how, how can we deal with someone like that? That's, you know, uh, being surrounded by people like that, that don't believe in what we're dreaming of or what we're trying to achieve. Well, entrepreneurship
1: is a very lonely thing in general. I mean, if you're not lucky enough to live in places like, you know, Chicago, Austin, San Francisco, where you have a very vibrant community of entrepreneurs uh, and you can hang out with them all day, every day, uh, then you are really responsible for creating your own support environment you are responsible to stop listening to those people even if it's family members i mean they don't do that because they they want bad things to happen to us they want to protect us you know because everybody knows that being an entrepreneur comes with failures comes with you know this and that and uh, usually people who love us the most because they want to protect us they try to steer us away from the entrepreneurship but I think here you will really see how much you really want it and how big that hunger is in you to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody is a fit to be an entrepreneur, and that's okay. You know, I mean, if everybody would just be an entrepreneur, who would be a doctor and a nurse, and, and you know, so and this and that, so we can't all be entrepreneurs. But I think this is the first test how much you really want it. And then you definitely can create your own. Supportive environment. I mean, I'll give you an example. So two and a half, my huge passion and how I spent my free time is um, helping with animal rescue, and because of that, I moved two and a half years ago. I moved to an east to Eastern Europe where they have this huge problem with with stray animals and so on. And you know, most of the time, you will see me chasing dogs around the streets and so on. And I have four dogs on, of my own that are all rescued from this same streets, and um, not not many people here were entrepreneurs and there was no community for entrepreneurs you had a few meetups like you know for it developers you know java 101 and wordpress 101 and stuff like that and i didn't I was all alone. I didn't know anybody outside of the dog rescue thing, and those people weren't entrepreneurs. And like I said, I love being around entrepreneurs, not just virtually, but also, you know, you want to go for a beer, for a coffee, and so on. So I really just created my own meetup. And at first, I think on the first meetup, seven people came, um, but now... Um, You know, whenever I do a meetup, over 100 people come and I also just do like free volunteer community work with fellow new future entrepreneurs. I'm mentoring a group of 30 people. And so, you know, I have plenty of people now that surround me who are entrepreneurial and we can talk about topics that are entrepreneurial and so on. So if there's no meetup where you live, you know, you can consider creating one and so on. So so there's always plenty of ways how you can create that supportive environment for yourself. Um, I'll give you more examples. Part of my morning routine is I, uh, while I'm drinking coffee, um, I put on TED Talks on my TV, and I watch two or three TED Talks. Um, When I'm driving, I listen to podcasts instead of radio. Um, I have books lying all around my house. Not necessarily because I'm reading them. Often it's enough for me to just see the cover and I get back into that mood. Um, You know, when my phone rings, is um, that song from Jumbo Joey, It's My Life and It's Now or Never. And and things like that. So little simple things, you know. Um, I have uh, posters on on walls uh, about my dreams. Um, you know, some of the things that, you know, I I want to still achieve uh, that remind me of that. Uh, Post-it notes on, on, you know, in my bathroom window mirror uh, with um, affirmations and so on. So there's plenty that you can do yourself. Uh, And of course, we have the online world. We can be part of Facebook communities. We can be part of LinkedIn communities. We can join masterminds. If we don't find one, we can create one and, and so on. So. Um, You know, you have to create that supportive environment for yourself um, and just work with what you have uh, instead of wishing for what you don't. I mean, of course, it would be the best thing to live in Austin, but, you know, I can't just move to Austin. I'm not a U.S. citizen. And now with the new president, uh, it's not that easy um, or it's even harder um, to become a resident. Even if I would, you know, want to, it's it's very much harder than it was.
0: Definitely, definitely. And you, you talked about building your, your group of like-minded people. And a, a lot of times we call that building our tribe or building our, you know, whatever our group is. And, and I even say take that further and kind of name it your group. Um, there's a, a a lady on YouTube that I follow and she has her group. And I, I believe they're called the boss babes or something like that it's all female entrepreneurs and um you know they get together and, like you said talk about the stuff that's going on in their company and you know things they've got to work on and when you're all the same like mind that it's easy to do
1: yeah absolutely i mean like i said there's so much. I mean, I just gave a few examples, but there's like, you know, so much that you can do. You can start your own podcast. You can, you know, invite guests who you want to talk with and, and you know, who you, who maybe are your role models and who maybe, I mean, I know a few people who are very young, who created their podcast or YouTube channels and, um, you know, they they look up to certain people, older Uh, entrepreneurs who are quite visible and you know they asked and asked and asked and asked until those people were saying yes to you know appearing on their podcast and so on so um you know there's just so much you can do so that that really shouldn't be an excuse so it, it really boils down to how hungry you are how really really badly you want it
0: Yep. It's, it's all about, you know, that drive and that ambition. And uh, I'm going to do a quick plug for our leadership apprentice league. It's our Facebook group where we have all those like-minded people together that want to, you know, build their career. Uh, the only way you can get access is through our Patreon page, patreon.com slash leadership loading. Um, but we'll move on from there. So, uh, uh, Miha, what is your method for teaching business development? You know, you've you built up this coaching firm, you know, how do you teach people? Um, So I
1: have my own uh, system and it's not, it's not so much my own. I mean, I didn't reinvent the wheel. Um, I hate it when other coaches think, you know, oh, I found a secret, uh, this and that, because it really doesn't work that way. But there are basic principles, you know, just like uh, gravity, you can't, you can't, uh, uh, you know, avoid it. Um, So are some basic principles to how you build a business. And it's really like my past experience combined with uh, the hand-holding, the guidance through those steps, uh, focusing on the right step at the right time so that we aren't all over the place. Um, I call my program Framework for Freedom um, because the idea is what I'm teaching my students is a framework i'm not giving them you know like everything i'm not giving them fish i'm teaching them how to fish so i'm giving them the framework to building a business that they can reapply as many times as they want and create as many businesses on the, those same basic principles over and over and the freedom because we all want freedom all entrepreneurs want freedom but then most of them end up being solopreneurs and not the real uh, and not really having the freedom they might have the freedom of money this is like when i do one on one coaching this is the most often the case um they have the freedom of money they have seven eight nine figure business but they have to work 70 80 90 hours 100 hours per week in their business and you know they have no freedom of time and it's only when you have both where you have freedom of choice which is the ultimate freedom how you will what you will do and how you will do so my way is to you know teach people how to really create that system that they can trust trust is a huge issue here because if you don't trust the system or if you don't have the system then most entrepreneurs don't trust other people so they will take on all the cash flow generating things in their business on themselves and then you know they are completely lost um so it's about how to set up that foundation how to set up that system processes and all of that in place where you can then actually enjoy the freedom of what you've created
0: great awesome all right so uh one last question and then we'll talk a little bit more about how to get in touch with you but uh so we just we wrapped up episode 15 a couple of days ago and we we're talking about work life balance. And I know you talk a little bit about that on in your coaching, but how can, you know, what are your thoughts on making a good work life balance with your work, fun and, and your family?
1: Well, I, I talk a whole lot about that actually, because I hate this whole hustle, hustle, grind, grind, bs that's going on in in the online world because being an entrepreneur does not uh equate you know hustling all day 24 7 and so on i mean that's the opposite that will get you to the point of being a solopreneur to the point of burnout and that is probably the fastest way for you to end up in hospital and i've been there uh so um, it's, it's a lot about it as goes from my own experience. So, um, a very healthy life balance and I hate work life balance as well, because, you know, that implies it's work and life. I'm always talking about healthy life balance. Um, I take that whole practice that is known from the Buddhism. Um, I don't know the name, but it's a circle and then you divide it into eight pieces and, you know, each pizza slice is is one part of your life and and you you can put whatever you want that encircles your life you know like family friends uh finances business um health um and spirituality and so on and you are trying to work on all of them um at least on a weekly basis, you you want balance between all of them. Um, if you can't achieve that on a daily basis, you should on a weekly basis. So really, when I plan my week on a Sunday uh, afternoon, um, I plan everything else before business. Um, and you know what's the magical thing? When you put boundaries, you actually accomplish more and more of the important stuff, because you have to be really resourceful with how you use your time when you have little of it. Uh, instead of going into day with that abundance mindset, I have my whole day for business, and then you end up spending two hours on Facebook and three hours on YouTube and, and, and all of that, and you really don't accomplish much. So less time you plan for business, more focused you are on What should I do today with the limited two or three hours that will generate the biggest return on the investment of my time for my business, getting me closer to my goals and dreams? Um, So I'm a very big advocate of healthy lifestyle because the thing is, the more you do things that you really love and enjoy, and, and I'm not saying that you don't love and enjoy your business, but... There must be other things as well. You know, the more you do all of that, the more you rest as well. Resting is also very, very important. Um, the happier you are, the more full of energy you are. And that reflects on your business as well. And so you do more in less time. So it kind of all falls together. But, yeah, you you really I, – I, my suggestion to my clients is always to uh, – Let's put boundaries on how much the business should take up of our life. And let's work around this because we need to find that life balance. Otherwise, you know, at one point you start asking yourself, like, why the hell am I even doing all of this? And, you know, not having anything else to enjoy apart from, you know, just building a business. That's, that's also not a good way to go through life at least in my opinion
0: yeah of course not you you've got a balance there. Uh, and on the episode we talked about it and then we talked about making it not so much about balance because everybody assumes balance is you know 50 50 you know 50 50 or a um equal but sometimes you're going to have those long work weeks or, or a long work day but it's all about harmonizing that with your work your fun and your family on the other side, right? Sure, sure, sure. I mean, you know, every now and then you have to do a
1: sprint in, in in this area or that area of your life. It's very important that you just, that you put very strict boundaries on those sprints as well. Um, otherwise, they can easily turn into a marathon and you can't run a marathon with the pace that you would run a sprint. And this is what most people try to, accomplish they want to run a marathon but you know with the pace for a sprint and then they burn out that's the problem and we have to understand that our life is a marathon it's a journey but you know we have to run it in a way that we would run a marathon and that is working smart not hard if you look how the marathon runners are you know they're always very mindful very aware of how much energy they still have they still they they still can use uh where to slow down where to even let somebody go ahead but you know they have a plan but then you know in in the last couple of hundreds of meters they put on the pace if somebody is chasing them so you know they so they also do a few sprints along the the road but they are very limited sprints to maybe a few hundred meters but they are very smart how they run a marathon, and that's how you need to run your life. And yes, sometimes you have to do a few sprints here and there, and it won't always be super balanced, but you know, um, you're know, you trying to balance it as much as possible, uh, at least on a weekly, on a monthly basis, you know, to, to give um, enough time to all the things that make your life complete.
0: Awesome, awesome. So how can we find you on the internet?
1: Well, the easiest thing is just you go to Google and you search Failcoach. And I'm still the, the only crazy person who calls himself fail coach. So the first few pages will be Um, You know, our Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and so on. And then, you know, they can just choose whichever platform they prefer and and follow me there. I try to give a lot of content out, valuable content, applicable content on all those different uh, media platforms. Um, Another way is to go to my website, fail.coach. So there's no .com or anything, just fail.coach. Um, but yeah, I think the best thing is to just connect with me on
0: Facebook. Awesome. Anything else for the listeners?
1: Um, I don't know. Um, I, I would just say, you know, if if they are thinking about starting an entrepreneurial journey or they already are on the entrepreneurial journey, especially with everything that's happening right now, two things are super important. One is, Having those solid foundations in place, really solid foundations, so make sure recheck that, and then the second thing is you need to develop healthy relationship with failure. you just have to because there will be so much failure on that journey than successes and that 's a good thing because we those are the uh, we're from failures it 's where we learn the most and we grow the most and what makes us bigger and better anyway. So failure is a very, very good
0: thing. Great. Thank, thanks. Thanks, Miha. Um everybody check out our show notes for all of the links for Miha's Fail Coach and make sure to follow us on all the social media sites. Thanks, Miha. Thanks for coming on.
1: Well, thank you Jason. It was a huge pleasure to be your guest and I hope your audience will get a lot of value
0: from this. Definitely.
1: Thanks for listening to the Leadership Loading podcast. You can support this podcast on Patreon. Go to patreon.com/leadershiploading to get access to exclusive content, chats, and a whole lot more. Again, that's patreon.com slash leadershiploading or visit our website leadershiploading.com for more options.